Hello and welcome back to the Love More Live Bless podcast. I'm your host, Crystal, and this is a podcast for moms who need a little more positivity in their day. You can listen in for a new episode every Monday on parenting, lifestyle hacks, and how to include positivity into your life. My hope is that you'll find the kind of encouragement that you need. All right, welcome back. We are back with episode 125, Enthusiasm Makes a Difference, part four. So this is going to wrap up the Enthusiasm Makes a Difference series, which is based on the book Enthusiasm Makes a Difference by Norman Vincent Peale. Highly recommend this book to have in your hands and not buy a digital copy because it is just that good and you are going to be highlighting and writing in the margins and just so much. So we're going to go ahead and wrap this up. I have my little note card with notes for you and um, this is what I want to share about the rest of the book. If you're listening to this episode and you haven't listened to part one, part two, or part three, that's okay. You can keep listening and then you can go back. Part one starts at episode 122. Part two is episode 123 and part three is episode 124. So just go back and listen to them. It doesn't have to be in order quite fine. Um, Part one has over a thousand plays. So it was really, really interesting to do a deep dive into this book for you. So I was really happy about that. Um, I love reading. And this was a really fun way for me to share my reading notes and actually kind of absorb them myself. So I wanted to talk about self-motivators. This is in page 131. And this is something that... um, this, the author, he said that his friend would use a self-motivator. He said, when I have a problem, because I have prepared myself one or more self-motivators, which automatically flash from my subconscious to my conscious mind, such as, God is always a good God. You have a problem. That's good. Or within every adversity, there is a seed of an equivalent or greater benefit. Next one, what the mind can achieve and believe the mind, what the mind can conceive and believe the mind can achieve or find one good idea that will work and work that one good idea. Do it now to be enthusiastic, act enthusiastically. So this man is saying that he's got these self-motivators, that he repeats them 50 times in the morning, 50 times at night for a week to 10 days to imprint them into your memory. And you do so with the deliberate purpose of getting into action when the self-motivator flashes from your subconscious mind into your conscious mind in time of need. So that's why he said, when I have a problem, these these self-motivators come up to him. So he like like he wrote, God is always a good God. And he uses that when he's got a serious problem. If he has a business problem, he says, you have a problem. That's good. Or um, do it now, you know. Just do it now. And this is just something that pops in his head. So I thought that would be really interesting maybe to write down a few self-motivators for ourselves on a little post-it note or on our note in our phones and commit to saying it 50 times in the morning, 50 times at night uh, for a week to 10 days to see if we can get that you know, built in into our subconscious. And then that way, when we need it, it can come through from the subconscious mind to the conscious mind. So I thought that was really an interesting idea. And I really did like that. 
Moving on, we're going to go to page 167, which is spiritual heart treatment. So I have that right here. And this is talking about when you're feeling anxious. And I really liked um, this little passage. And it's so this man is just coming to the author, Norman Vincent Peale, for some trouble, for some for some help. He's having trouble. He's always anxious, right? This man is anxious. And he's, this is what the author says. Look, Henry, do you recall those words of Jesus? Let your heart, let not your heart be troubled. Ye believe in God, believe also in me. Well then, here's what I suggest that you do. Every morning and every night, and maybe other times in between, put your hand on your heart and imagine it's the healing hand of Jesus. And say, personalizing the scripture, let not my heart be troubled, neither let my heart be afraid. Sorry, I'm trying to turn the page. Do and live this faith straight and joyfully, and I'll bank you for the long pull. And so I thought this was really interesting and it kind of goes kind of goes hand in hand with a heart meditation I learned a couple years ago where you just kind of sit with your hands over your heart and you breathe deeply and you just picture every single person that you love individually and you send them love from your heart, you know, into your, into your mind. And you just kind of just think of every reason you love them and think of a picture of them as you're holding your heart, your hands to your heart. And then you just go from person to person to person or, you know, pet or whatever it is that you love. And you just send that love. And I really like that, that meditation. And this kind of reminded me of it. If you're not spiritual um, in the sense, or I guess in the religious sense of, you know, you wanted to repeat the scripture, I would definitely do the spiritual heart treatment anyway. And you can do, you know, the one I just suggested where you're concentrating on love and sending love to people in your life and, you know, pets in your life and things or situations in your life that you love, like your job or, you know. Uh, relationships and things like that. So I thought this was really interesting and it and it really did remind me of that. So that was spiritual heart treatment. And then page 178, we're going to seven steps to a comeback. So I thought this was really interesting and I am getting to that page right now. Okay. So this is seven steps to a comeback that are super interesting from, um, this is just a series of steps that he suggested to a fellow friend, and here they are. Number one, stop running yourself down. There's a lot that's right in you. You have the same capacity you had before. Empty your mind of your failures and mistakes and start respecting yourself. And how interesting because a lot of times we are our own worst enemies. You know, if we do something wrong, we just hold that standard so high. And we cannot let it go or we constantly think about these stupid, idiotic things that we've done. Maybe even I'm 34 years old right now. I still cringe some days at stupid stuff I did when I was a teenager, like just stupid, which should really have no control over me now, but apparently still does because I'm still thinking and still cringing instead of letting it go. So I love this part where it says, Empty your mind of your failures and mistakes and start respecting yourself. If one of my friends came to me and was having anxiety or cringeworthy moments thinking about something 
in her past, I would absolutely not hold that against her. And I would encourage her so, so much to just let that go and forgive herself and move on. And I do not do that to my own self. So I really need to uh, work on that. And that's something that you need to work on. Highly encourage it. And I know how it feels because I'm working on it too. All right. Number two, eliminate self-pity. Start thinking of what you have left instead of dwelling on what you have lost. List your assets on a piece of paper. So definitely eliminating self-pity. We don't need the poor me or, you know, I don't have this. But instead, start thinking about what you have, right? When you keep focusing and having gratitude for what you have, you get more of that. Number three, quit thinking of yourself. Think of helping others. Actually go out and find someone who needs the kind of help you can give and give it. For you will never have a continuing flow of abundance if your thought is only for yourself. Totally agree with that one. Number four, uh, he who has a firm will, a firm will molds the world to himself. Almighty God put a tough thing into humans, human beings called the will use it. So basically be firm in your will. You have a strong will, right? And use it. Uh, number five, have a goal and put a timetable on it. How many times do we have goals that are not smart goals, right? They don't have a timetable. They're not realistic. And I have the hardest time setting smart goals. I don't know why. Um, I like to have a push and I definitely need accountability partners in place. So uh, seven steps to a comeback. Number five is have a goal and put a timetable to it. I'm going to be back with the last two after this super, super quick break. All right. I am back with number six and seven. So let's get going. Number six is stop wasting your mental energy on gripes and postmortems and start thinking about what you do now. Think, 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 as my friend W. Clement Stone says so impressively. Think, think, think. Amazing things will happen when you think constructively. So I, I absolutely love this. Um, stop wasting your mental energy on complaining and postmortem. So going back and saying what if, right? There is absolutely no, um, nothing positive, I guess, that can come out of going back and continuing to complain and looking at a situation that already happened that you cannot change and asking yourself, what if, what if, what if, because you cannot change that situation. And it's just a whole bunch of mental and physical energy that you're wasting when you're going back to complain and to do the what ifs, the postmortem. So definitely don't want to do that. And number seven, Last but not least, every morning and every night of your life, articulate these words. I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. And I thought that was that was great. And again, if you are not the religious type, put in your own kind of mantra, your, you know, whatever, whatever you want to add in there, something positive, something that gives you strength and replace those words and do that every morning and every single night. I don't think it will hurt. In fact, I think it will help you tremendously. So again, this was the last episode over the book, um, Enthusiasm Makes a Difference by Norman Vincent Peale, which is also the author of The Power of Positive Thinking. If you haven't heard the last episodes, um, 
then you'll probably notice that these, you know, some of the words in here are kind of old fashioned. And this book, I think, was written in the 1960s. I know the copyright is like 1967. So that's why. And, um, you know, it's still worth it. It is still very much relevant to, 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 to today, to 2020, from the 1960s to 2020, um, so many years later, decades later, and it's completely relevant. Uh, I wish I would have found this book years ago. It would have really helped me because I used to be one of those people who was more like sarcastic, which there's nothing wrong with being sarcastic. It's, you know, part of people's charms. I'm still sarcastic, but um, sarcastic in a way where I couldn't believe the good things. And I didn't want to let myself believe the good things because I'd been so disappointed in life so many times that it was almost easier to be like sarcastic and funny and not believe or bet against myself than to actually have enthusiasm for myself and, and for things, you know, for good things to happen to me. So this was a really, really interesting book. Highly recommend grabbing a copy for yourself. I would order a copy. I have, I'll put a link in my show notes in here so you can grab it off the, the Amazon book list. I have lots of great books in there too. This was a really fun series. Thank you to everybody that messaged me on Instagram about it and um, sent me emails. It was really fun uh, reading those emails and what you thought of the book. And I will definitely have to announce a book for maybe January of 2021 that we can you know, try to read and discuss together because this was really, really fun. And I, I very much enjoyed doing a four-part series on this book. There was just so many nuggets of wisdom that were great to share and, and know. So that's it for today. And I will be back on Monday with a new episode.